Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Green Talk Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit thegreentalknetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Moyer's Environmental Dialogues, Ocean River Shields of Achilles, with your host, Dr. Rob Moyer. Find out what others are doing and what you can do to create a greener and blue planet Earth. Now, here's Dr. Rob Moyer. Welcome. Today's program is a special edition commemorating Earth Day, and the topic is saving the Amazon rainforest and Ras Mangrove. My guests today are Amazon John Easterling and Olivia John Easterling. And then in the second half of the show, Bert Letsom, a.k.a. Lashasha X, Chief Conservation Officer of the British Virgin Islands, will talk about saving mangroves and his Caribbean song choices and Ras Mangrove. Now, as one who remembers the first Earth Day, it's wonderful to welcome Olivia Newton-John and Amazon John Easterling to Moyer's Environmental Dialogues. Olivia, it's been a while since our first Earth Day and the movie Grease. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I've survived both of them. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I was actually in Washington for one of the first Earth Days, and um, it was a very special, special thing, and now I think everyone appreciates it very much. Well, I appreciate you calling in today. Where are you calling from? Calling from Florida. My husband and I live in, in Florida. Oh, it's beautiful down there. I'm sitting in the British Virgin Islands, so I can oh, relate to the climate. That sounds perfect. Yeah, I was out uh, swimming in the ocean this morning, and it's just so nice. So I'm sure you're experiencing that same thing. The tropical guy at heart. Absolutely, John. Good to hear your voice. Uh, John, how did you come by the name Amazon John, and did it really take you 30 years? <laughs> well, Rob, I've been uh, going into the Amazon now 34 years and went down, first of all, back in the 1970s. Uh, I was looking for lost cities of gold and Inca treasure and spent a lot of time up in the highlands of Peru and Bolivia and the mountains and later in Uruguay and Argentina and the gemstones. But it was probably close to 30 years ago. After traveling about four years, I started migrating more into the Amazon rainforest, into the Rio Ukiyaile, which is the major tributary of the Amazon, and working with the local indigenous people, the Shipibo, the Ashwar, uh, Machiganga, Shanika, Indians with tribal artifacts, like blowguns, monkey bones, uh, textiles, things like that. And the name just kind of uh, stuck. People call me Amazon John. I, I suppose to differentiate me from the other Johns of the world, and it's just been like that for 30 years. 
Well, it seems like an appropriate choice of words for all the leadership that you have done down there uh, in the Amazon. Olivia, it being Earth Day, uh, tell us a bit about why it's so important to save the Amazon. Well, the Amazon, of course, us with uh, a great amount of uh, oxygen. Um, and John always says, I'm going to steal his line. But everyone appreciates oxygen as being important for us. And, um, of, of course, there are so many species, hundreds and thousands of species of plants down there that have yet to be discovered for their uh, properties of healing. We've only, I think, explored 3% of them so far. And there's so many plants down there. And John, of course, works with many of these plants, with Amazon Herb, and I survive on them, and they're amazing. So for many reasons, for healing of, of illnesses, for our oxygen level, and probably millions of other reasons that we don't know, the weather, the weather uh, balance on the planet, it's important to protect the rainforest. Absolutely. I, I hear it's the lungs of the world, like you said, that the, the air is so important that comes out of the uh, Amazon, as, as does the weather that we see around the world. Uh, John, what are you finding as a most valuable plant that we should uh, be encouraging more of? Well, I think, I think right now, Rob, the thing that's uh, getting the most attention, and I feel is the most important botanical uh, right now for people to appreciate and get the benefit of, is the Camu Camu. And the Camu Camu is a, it's a little fruit uh, about the size of a cherry, and it grows in the floodplain of the Amazon. So it's interesting in that the, when the rains come, the water levels rise about 30 feet. And so these trees are like underwater for several months of the year. And then when the rain recedes, of course, it's depositing that rich biomass that it picks up from all over the Amazon rainforest around these camu trees. So they have kind of a nutritional content, if you will, to feed off of like nothing else. But the cool thing about this uh, camu camu fruit is it's uh, recognized around the world, highest concentration of naturally occurring vitamin C. Uh, more important even than that, I believe, is, is its ability to, uh, to, to compound a unique profile of concentrated nutrients from that biomass I was talking about, like leucine, valine, serine, important amino acids that tend to change the biological terrain of our brain. So it actually allows for uptake of more serotonin kind of the feel-good neurotransmitter, and as we know, the largest selling category of pharmaceuticals now is antidepressants, anti-anxiety drugs, and this really is, it's like the Amazon feel-good fruit. So not only do you get the immune support, the cardiovascular support, all the things that you imagine from a high profile of antioxidant activity and vitamin C, but you get that beautiful kind of brain uh, balancing going on as well for your mood. That's really remarkable. Where can uh, people learn more about this? Do you have a website? Uh, we do. You go to uh, camugold.com and www.camugold.com, and you'll be able to see all the information right there. Yeah, one of the things I noticed was that uh, one of the problems with vitamin C is that it uh, is not good for being out in the sunlight. And uh, this doesn't have that problem, I hear. Yeah, it's not, it's not a problem. One of the things that the uh, sun has is, uh, of course, an oxidizing effect on people. And so the antioxidants that are inherent, you know, there's anthocyanidins and another 
uh, class of, uh, of polyphenols and catechins that are antioxidants with the camu camu that actually helps protect uh, from the oxidating effect of the of the sun. And it's really good. In fact, it's so good for the skin. We made a skincare product out of it. It's one of his Olivia's favorites. I love it, love it, love it. It's in um, Chemistry Serum, aptly named. <laughs> so you can yeah. in pores of your skin as well as you can ingest it with uh, drinks and a uh, concentrated chemigold. It's an amazing product. Well, I'd be interested in that because I live up in New England and I don't get a lot of sun, so I, have, I want to take a lot of vitamin C because of the cold season and so forth, and yet I worry about, you know, it influencing me and getting exposed to sunlight. So this um, is a better remedy than the other um, zinc lotions that are out there. Yeah, you'll love it. It's got, uh, yeah, the sea serum, the Juvia, we call it a Camu sea serum, is actually formulated not only with Camu, but another wonderful uh, uh, tree sap called Sangre de Drago. And this tree sap... You hit, it, you hit this tree with a machete, and it bleeds a sap. It looks just like blood. And so this blood-red sap is, uh, is, is 90% pure proanthocyanidin by dry weight, which means it's uh, perhaps the most potent antioxidant known, and it stimulates the fibroblast cells in our skin, which is are the cells responsible for rejuvenation and collagen production. So helping to uh, kind of fill in the wrinkles and rejuvenate the skin and also protect it from oxidizing effects of our environment. All that's part of that Camu C serum. And it's just, uh, you know, it's just a great example of how synergistic a lot of these botanicals are coming to the rainforest right now. Tell us a bit about how it's harvested and grown. Well, the Camu, uh, Camu trees are, uh, we have certified organic and they grow in the floodplain, which means uh, when the trees are young, like a foot tall or something like that, when that water level rises, they're totally underwater. I mean, completely underwater for three months. And one would suspect that trees would not live like that. But the fascinating thing is, Rob, when that water recedes, when the rains stop, that the you have to get down amongst all the debris and the organic material that's been deposited there and dig these little trees out, stand them back up. You know, they catch, uh, catch a little bit of sunshine and some fresh air, and they just start growing again. And then when they're mature, when they're like uh, 12, 15 feet high, then tops of them are out of the water during a high water season. So you can actually go in there and dug out canoes and harvest those fruits, these little cherry-sized fruits, just pick those uh, fruits and then we carry them across the lagoon. There's a lagoon there, and we have a uh, we bring them across in motorized dugout canoes, and then dry those in a warm air dryer where there's just warm air circulating around them, and we just dry that down and grind them into a powder, and that becomes mm-hmm. our product called uh, uh, pure camu. And so you can keep it very fresh, and, and you can keep it well as a powder. That's easy to transport. Uh, you're exactly right. It's a powder. Then we seal that up in like one gram packages, so it's an airtight seal. So you can carry these individual packs with you, and then just shake it up. Uh, you know, fence it into a bottle of water. Just shake it up, and it just re-energizes the the spirit of the camu and the chemistry of the camu and the nutritional factors of the camu, 
because water is this kind of natural medium. So you shake that up like a little mild uh, uh, lemony iced tea. We're going to take a break um, for our sponsors, and we'll come back with Olivia Newton-John and Amazon John after this break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Connecting local stewardship with global support, the Ocean River Institute is a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping people and groups make a difference where they live and work. We believe that many environmental issues can best be addressed by people taking action in their own communities and regions. It's not the large national entities, but the small, localized, or newly formed groups that often need help to achieve their goals. That's where the Ocean River Institute comes in. We maintain a network of eco-stewards and ORI partners, connecting them with resources and services to help them maximize their impact, expand their capacity, and weather unexpected setbacks. ORI actions and events offer opportunities to make a difference, to go the distance, and you can volunteer to be an ORI eco-steward. To discover more, visit us online at www.oceanriver.org. That's www.oceanriver.org. The Ocean River Institute is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to helping people and groups make a difference where they live and work through environmental stewardship and science. Tune in to Max Green every week if you want to save money, are interested in the environment, want to know more about our national and economic security, and if you are interested in better power management to save your digital equipment. Join your host, Scott Sklar, for a program that will discuss the commercially available technologies, benefits, and practices that are reducing costs and improving our world. Max Green is broadcast live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Green Living Channel. Thank you for listening to the Voice America Green Living Channel. Help to spread the green by involving your family and friends. You're doing your part. Now help them think green. Spread the green. The Voice America Green Living Channel. You're listening to Moyer's Environmental Dialogues. To participate in today's discussion, you're welcome to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You can also send an email to rob at oceanriver.org. Now, back to Dr. Rob Moyer. We're back with Olivia Newton-John and Amazon John. And we're talking about the camu camu plant from the rainforest and its amazing properties it has. Uh, John, what is the website that people can go to to learn more about that product? Uh, the camugold.com, www.camugold.com, camugold.com. Thanks. Thank you. And, Olivia, I understand that uh, proceeds from sales of this and other products of that website, uh, help people in the rainforest. How does that work? There's a portion of our profits go to an organization called ASEA, which stands for the Amazon Center of Environmental Education and Research, and they're a wonderful 
organization, non-profit organization that worked to educate the children of the rainforest to the importance and the value of a living rainforest because growing up as they do in that environment, they just believe that's how the world is. So they don't understand the effect that where they live has on the rest of the planet. So we supply them with teachers and teaching supplies so they can learn about the world they live in, really, and hopefully save it for the future. So when the oil companies and the tea companies come in and offer them um, alternatives that may end end the process, they know the value that's there. That's fabulous. So when we use Camu Camu, we can feel good because of the properties of the um, medicinal herb, but also we can feel good knowing that it's helping people in the rainforest. Yeah, because also we employ local people to harvest the fruit and they live on the property. So we're giving jobs to them as well. And, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a taste good, feel good, do good organization. <laughs> that's, that's fabulous. Now, I understand you, uh, in addition to the Amazon Herb Company, opened a Gaia Retreat and Spa. Yes, I'm very proud to be part owner of a health retreat and spa in Australia, which is um, a beautiful part of Australia near Byron Bay, near the Gold Coast. For people who don't know Australia, closest to the city is Brisbane. Um, it's a beautiful healing retreat, and we, and we grow organic food there and at the places renewal and, and healing. So it's where I go with Australia, that's where I live. And did you choose to call it the Gaia Retreat? I did, actually. I mean, my friend Greg and I, who, who started it, um, we both dreamt about this property, and I dreamt it was called Gaia, and he had some other name, and mine won. <laughs> I like... Well, tell us why you like Gaia, for people who don't know. Well, Gaia um, really stands for, you know, Spirit of Mother Earth, and I had made an album um, in 1993 called Gaia, and all the songs were about my my feeling and association to Mother Earth after I'd been through breast cancer. And so this, the name had a, a very strong meaning for me. So it's a very spiritual place. It's a very beautiful place and a, a very healing place to go. Most appropriate for Think About on Earth Day, too. How can people learn more about the Gaia Retreat? Again, they can go online to Gaia Retreat. I, I think it's GaiaRetreat.com. It'll come up. Gaia Healing Retreat or Gaia Retreat and Spa. Gaia Retreat, G-A-I-A, Retreat and Spa in Australia, and they'll, they'll read everything about it. Thank you. Now, you have a new CD to benefit the Olivia Newton-John Cancer and Wellness Center. Tell yes. us more about that. Um, I have a CD called Celebration in Song, I believe, and it's um, duets with a lot of my friends, um, Keith Urban and Richard Marks and Barry Gibb, amongst many others, and um, the money will be going to my hospital. And that was a, 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 lovely, a lovely thing to do, to work with all my friends and sing with them. And, yeah, that's my latest thing. And the Olivia Newton-John Center and Wellness Center? Yeah, it's a, it's, I'm very proud that uh, Living at Joan Cancer and Wellness Center in Melbourne, yes. Australia, which is almost built, and I'm very thrilled. Last couple of weeks ago, I received the final funding from the government. We got $45 million to finish the hospital and have the wellness center. So I'm really thrilled that it's going to be a state-of-the-art, amazing place for people when they're going through cancer, but they can also get emotional and spiritual support when they're going through the journey. You must be taking a lot of Camu Camu. I don't know how you can do so much. <laughs> you're right. You're right. John, yeah. John hands me handfuls of herbs morning and night. 
keeps me going. <laughs> yeah, we call it Eat Massive Herbage Campaign. <laughs> John, in the, in the remaining minutes, can you help uh, summarize um, what people can do to help make a difference for their planet, for this planet? Well, you know, for, uh, for Earth Day, I think we should just be conscious of how, you know, we uh, spend and share our, our valuable resources. And so when we're purchasing products, it's good to know what's behind that product, you know, what the product is, what the company stands for, because whatever we're spending money, we're encouraging, you know, the whole cycle of events, how that product came to the marketplace. So we're encouraging that behavior. And there's so much we can do now when we do think consciously about that because there is a circle of healing going on. Um, in the rainforest example, you know, the, the idea is to create a sustainable future and empower indigenous people in the rainforest. And we have a lot of botanicals to share with people. And so when they spend the resources, they buy those products, some of those resources go back down for uh, land rights and deeds and title for education, all those purposes. So there's so many ways people today and so many good companies out there where there is a circle of healing going on. Yes, it's a wonderful message that when you shop locally, to be thinking of the global impact of the things you're buying and how it can help people in far distant places. Absolutely, yeah, because we are a big global community uh, right now, and so we have to expand our consciousness to... Uh, to mesh with that reality. And it's nice we can do it with some wonderful products like the Camus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we just, have, we just have a lot of fun. You know, people want to do that. I find people, they want to be part of something that's bigger than themselves. They want to be part of something uh, where they feel like they're making a difference, a uh, positive difference in the world. And in many people's work and, and jobs, they don't get that opportunity. You know, the great thing about it is that not only are you doing good for um, another part of the planet and space, but you're doing good for yourself. So it's kind of a win-win. You're making yourself healthy and you're helping other people. So it's good. Olivia, thank you. And John, Amazon John, thank you. Thank Olivia you. Newton John, Amazon John, thank you for taking this time to tell us about uh, so many things you're doing to help save the Earth. You're very yeah. welcome. Thank yeah. you for having us on. Yeah, appreciate it, Rob. And once again... Where should they go on the website? CamuGold.com. Thanks a lot. We'll be back after this. You can go to Olivia Appeal if you want to know about my hospital, too. Olivia, tell us again. Olivia Appeal, A-P-P-E-A-L, all one word. Yes. Okay. Uh, To help with the cancer hospital, yes. Yes, that's right. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. We'll be back with Bert Letsom and Ross Mongrove after this break. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Connecting local stewardship with global support, the Ocean River Institute is a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping people and groups make a difference where they live and work. We believe that many environmental issues can best be addressed by people taking action in their own communities and regions. It's not the large national entities, but the small, localized, or newly formed groups that often need help to achieve their goals. That's where the Ocean River Institute comes in. We maintain a network of eco-stewards and ORI 
partners, connecting them with resources and services to help them maximize their impact, expand their capacity, and weather unexpected setbacks. ORI Actions and Events offer opportunities to make a difference, to go the distance, and you can volunteer to be an ORI Eco Steward. To discover more, visit us online at www.oceanriver.org. That's www.oceanriver.org. The Ocean River Institute is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to helping people and groups make a difference where they live and work through environmental stewardship and science. Two views, different topics, questions, answers, news, and advice. You'll want to check out Ecoman and the Skeptic live from Philadelphia University. Every week, join hosts Rob Fleming and Chris Pastor as they tackle a different topic on sustainability. You'll hear all sides of the issue supported by guests who provide valuable insights. Get ready to be engaged, educated, and entertained when you tune into Ecoman and the Skeptic. Broadcast live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Green Living Channel. Are you thinking green? Want to become a host expert on the Voice America Green Living Channel? Contact Jeff Spinard, president of our Internet Radio Division, at 480-294-6417. That's 480-294-6417. Or click on How to Become a Host on our homepage. You're listening to the Voice America Green Living Channel. Spread the green! You're listening to Moyer's Environmental Dialogues. To participate in today's discussion, you're welcome to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You can also send an email to rob at oceanriver.org. Now, back to Dr. Rob Moyer. Hi, my guest now is Mr. Bertram Letsum, a.k.a. Wasaba X, and he is the Chief Conservation and Fisheries Officer, Conservation and Fisheries Department for the Ministry of Natural Resources and Labor with the Government of the Virgin Islands. And he and I are in different buildings, actually, on the big island of Tortola in the British Virgin Islands. Hello, Bert. Hey, Rob. Peace and blessings, man. Greetings. This is such a nice place to be. Uh, we were just talking with uh, Amazon John and Olivia Newton John about uh, the work they were doing in the rainforest of the Amazon, and I was surprised to find a rainforest here on top of Old Sage Mountain uh, on the north side here. You know, the Tortola is a pretty tall island at 1,700 feet. Yes, it is. We we have the highest point I think on the in the entire uh, Virgin Islands bank, uh, which uh, you find Puerto Rico and the U.S. and British Virgins, with the exception of Saint Croix. We're up on the shelf here together, and uh, we have the distinction of having the highest peak, actually, as you say, Sage Mountain, 1780, and. Um, we also offshore have the distinction of having the deepest depth, which is the Puerto Rican Trench. I'm not sure how deep down that goes, but I know that um, we have the deepest waters around these islands right here. So, you know, that, that makes for some interesting ecology and what have you, because you find in the Virgin Islands, we're right in between the greater 
and the Lesser Antilles, you know. We're yes. right, on, right on the corner. So what you find is a lot of the plants that you find down in South America, down in the rainforest that you were just speaking about, you find them no further uh, north than, than here on Tartola, that on Sage Mountain. And the same way, a lot of the plants that you find in the Greater Antilles, in, in Jamaica, and in Cuba, uh, you know, you find those plants as well in, in up on Sage Mountain. So we're we're right in between. At this, this is this is what they call the mixing zone. You know, so that's 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 a very interesting feature. The same way on the marine side, we're also fortunate being. Right in the middle, right here where the the equatorial current comes across, and um, we have a strong current that goes up and joins into to the Gulf Stream. So we have a situation where again the the northern stocks of fish, you know, your tuners and those pelagics, the the southern limit is these islands, and the same with the southern stock of fish from down in places like off Venezuela and you know down south southern southern Caribbean southern Atlantic they too have the edge of the northern range here so yeah quite quite an interesting set of islands we have here yes and, and that equatorial current uh, I understand it brings the spiny lobsters so you get first dibs on spiny lobsters coming in from the Atlantic yeah, we get we not we not just get get the lobsters. It 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 more or less brings everything, man. You know, um, over yeah. the winter months we have a lot of the whales coming through. The humpback whales, you know, they come down. A lot of them hit the silver banks off or uh, Dominican Republic. But then quite a few of them come all the way down, come into the Virgin Islands, and they like to go up on our knot, you know, up off any gather. Uh, between Anigada, Tartola, Virgin Garda, and Yus Van Dyke, that particular northern flank. And they hang out up there a lot. Some of them do go up on the south as well. So in, in the wintertime, you, you can get a lot, of, a lot of migrant humpback whales passing through. Now just this weekend, this moon that, that just left us, this full moon, um, from now until like July, August, we have another set of travelers coming through, and those those are actually the letterback turtles. They're in right now. And right on cue, those turtles are the laughing gulls. The laughing gulls came up from South America. So, yeah, we got a lot of action in the Virgin Islands, man, a lot of action, you know, and it, it just goes to shore up what we try to tell people all the time, you know. The environment, man, is everybody's business, you know. It's not it really like is. We're, we're on a different planet. We're all on the one earth, man, you know. And the things that we all do are the things that we don't do, whether it be the sin of commission or the sin of omission, you know, it, it does make a difference. And I guess that's, that's where the whole thing of choices come in, you know, because... It is a fact that you know, two roads are set before everybody when, when we place here on this earth, man. And we, we, we do have to make a choice because each and every one of us 
intuitively because we have a conscience. We know right from wrong. So you got to stand up. You got to be strong. You got to overcome the temptation and the trials and the tribulations. And you got to do what's right. You got to make that right choice because you know what? Everything depends on it, man. Our life depends on it because the earth depends on it, and we depend on the earth for our survival, man. You know, this is the spaceship, and if if we crash this ship, you know, contrary to popular belief, <laughs> there is no other planet out there for us to go to. This is it. Well, you know? I, I have enjoyed the songs and your singing, and uh, let's run the song choices that you created. All right. Well, give it a listen, people. Remember, it's your choice today. So choose life. Two roads are set before every child born into this universe. Every man and every woman on creation is blessed with the power of choice. The Creator put within each of us a conscience so that we could know right from wrong. And so every man must overcome temptation and tribulation on the track of desire. What you gonna do? Tell me what you gonna say. Choices, choices, choices. It's your turn today. Win or lose. What will it be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The seed you sow today, tomorrow you reap. You see, you reap, you see. Got to do the things that are right and hopeful and pleasant in the Father's sight.
it's our turn. We have to make the choice today. And the choices that we make today are going to determine the kind of tomorrow that we're going to have. So it's all about caring. You know, we have to look out. We are our brother's keeper. And if you see your brother in need, you need to lend a helping hand, you know. Bert, I have to interrupt because we have to take a break, and we'll be right back with Bert Letsom uh, after this break. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. Connecting local stewardship with global support, the Ocean River Institute is a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping people and groups make a difference where they live and work. We believe that many environmental issues can best be addressed by people taking action in their own communities and regions. It's not the large national entities, but the small, localized, or newly formed groups that often need help to achieve their goals. That's where the Ocean River Institute comes in. We maintain a network of eco-stewards and ORI partners, connecting them with resources and services to help them maximize their impact, expand their capacity, and weather unexpected setbacks. ORI actions and events offer opportunities to make a difference, to go the distance, and you can volunteer to be an ORI eco-steward. To discover more, visit us online at www.oceanriver.org. That's www.oceanriver.org. The Ocean River Institute is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to helping people and groups make a difference where they live and work through environmental stewardship and science. This is the Voice America Green Living Channel. Spread the green. You're listening to Moyer's Environmental Dialogues. To participate in today's discussion, you're welcome to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You can also send an email to rob at oceanriver.org. Now, back to Dr. Rob Moyer. Hi, we're here in the British Virgin Islands talking with Bert Letsom of the Conservation Fisheries Office, and we were talking about the choices we have to take. I am honored to be here in the British Virgin Islands. I was uh, up at my office in Cambridge with the Ocean River Institute, and a, a high school friend stopped by and said, you know, the people in the British Virgin Islands are facing a challenge where the uh, Last unspoiled parts of next to Tortola is Beef Island, and it's connected by a bridge, and, and all, everything behind the airport is uh, being considered to be uh, developed in inappropriate ways by mega off-island developers. And the people were most outraged that they may be losing the conservation fisheries, uh, the fisheries protected area, uh, which is the nursery for many of the fish throughout this part of the Indian. Uh, it was to be turned into a cement-lined uh, marina with a golf course that would cover over the five unique salt ponds. And uh, the locals got together and stood strong as the Virgin Island Environmental Council and had to sue the government and 
that meant bringing in barristers from London, and this was an expense that they were not used to have put forward for uh, protecting uh, their own fishing areas. And uh, so that's where the Ocean River Institute came in, was we helped to bring outside support in to enable the barristers to come and, to, and stand up for the local people. Uh, and it's been great getting to know you, Bird, in the process of this. Uh, and it's been great to go out to walk the uh, shores and the mangroves. And uh, just the other day I was out there and stalking under the mangroves was a yellow-crowned uh, night heron. And then the salt ponds have uh, white-rumped uh, sandpipers and Wilson's plovers and um, black-necked skilts. And then along the shore was uh, a pair of clapper rails with a third one always answering when the other one ever made a noise and stuff. So a phenomenal area. Bert, thank you for uh, helping to uh, bring this issue to everyone's attention. Well, Rob, again, you know, it's, it's, it's all about choices, man. You know, um, my job as, as the lead environmental advisor in this country, which is also coupled with being the head uh, fisheries man so i'm I'm right in the middle of everything, you know, and when I'm charged by law to ensure um fisheries protected areas are protected and the uh, national park areas these areas are set aside because of their importance ecologically, culturally, economically to the country, you know. And um, this area on Beef Island was also a proposed Ramsar site, which are wetlands of international importance. You know, mm-hmm. they, they even had, they had been given by, by the Ramsar people, it even had a number already. And, you know, all of this was being basically, you know, it was going to be lost because, you know, um, developers were foot governments wanted to actually develop the place. So I found myself, as they say, between a rock and a hard place, having to make that choice. And I stood up, you know, and said, yeah, well, I got to do what I got to do. And um, got the fishermen involved, because it is a fisheries protected area. And then we got some of the other NGOs involved, the Heritage Culture Group, ARC, and some of the other local NGOs. And we, you know, VIEC, Virgin Islands Environmental Council, by and large, is an umbrella organization that embodies all of the NGOs here locally. So that one issue brought us together. So that was at least one positive thing that came out of it. I think also it it brought out, um, from awareness and educational standpoint, people became a lot more aware of, you know, why these habitats are important and, you know, what all of the fuss about protecting and saving them, you know, what, what is it really all about. We did have, uh, we're not saying no, 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 you know, we are saying sustainable. We're saying you don't, you know, you do not ride your cow and milk your donkey. You milk your cow and you ride your donkey. You see, yes. if you have an important area, you protect it for the reason why it's important. You manage it, you develop it accordingly. 
and I think that's what we're saying. And and the VIEC did bring a very good. You don't hear it out there, but they did bring a very good alternative proposal to the one that was afoot, which was more environmentally conscious and more sustainable in the long term, and would have allowed the you know the protection and saving of the habitats along with some good ecotourism development, which, you know, that, we, we desperately need. And that's where we're headed. That's where it's we're taking going. a long time to quash the developer's proposal and remove that um, international group so that the local plans can be brought forth once again. And if people want to know more about this or see Bert standing at the, with the other barristers, uh, you can visit oceanriver.org and go to our partner site, the Virgin Island Environmental Council, and there are pictures and uh, the story of the, the, the barristers have been over twice arguing on behalf of the fisheries protected area and so forth. Uh, one of the keys there are the mangroves, and there are many groups that are speaking up for the coral reefs, but if we don't also protect the mangroves, then the coral reefs are in bad shape. And uh, Bert brought a lot of attention uh, when last August during the festival, you stepped out as a mangrove tree, literally. <laughs> yes, yes, I am Ras Mangrove. Yeah, man, Rastafari. I am Ras Mangrove, and I donned that costume. I walked the two miles, I think it is, of the route. Uh, it was hot, it was heavy, but it was worth it. It was worth it because, again, uh, Carnival Festival is like one of the biggest events here in the Virgin Islands. It's, we celebrate our emancipation uh, from slavery, and there are you know, two weeks of activities and culminating in a big, massive parade throughout the capital here in Rotown. So I put on this suit, this mangrove man suit, to bring awareness to the people of the importance of the mangrove tree. Because just about everything that you've seen, Rob, since you've been here, you know, the stunning views, the fresh coastal air, those sparkling beaches, you know, with that water that's so crystal clear, all those things is just because of the mangroves. Without the mangroves, in the ponds, in the swamps, coastlines, lagoons, you would have none of this stuff because mangroves, they solve so many different vital functions. First of all, obviously, they're, they're like the nursery ground and the hospital. So it's like if, if we are thinking about humans, this would be where the hospital is, where all the kindergarten, you know, the primary yeah. elementary school. This is where all the little, the little guys are. We all the real the guys, we have no big guys, you know what I mean? So the first thing from a habitat perspective is very important to the fish, the shellfish, the birds, the reptiles, the insects, the mammals, everything you find in the mangroves. Whatever you find out on the coral reef, you find in the mangroves. Well, Bert, let's take a break and, and hear your hear your song about the mangroves, okay? Can we, can we play uh, the song? Uh, all right, Rob. So, people, this is Ras Mangrove. Remember, mangroves are one of the most important coastal habitats on the earth. Greetings. 
residents and visitors of these Virgin Islands. I am Ras Mangrove, King of the Coastal Forest. Today, I have come to tell you all the things that we mangroves do for you. The stunning views, the fresh coastal air, those sparkling white beaches with waters that's crystal clear, is all because we mangroves are standing right here, in the ponds, in the swamps, coastline and lagoons everywhere. All of the fish that you love to eat, the whelk, conch, and lobster that you find to be so sweet. Know that mangroves are the foundation of the marine detrital food chain. And among our roots is where the babes and juveniles remain. So when you overstand the connection between us, the seagrass and the reef, then you will know mangroves are the foundation of your fishery. Birds, reptiles, insects, such biodiversity can be found in our canopy. Breeding, feeding, and roosting grounds of many. We are the cultural sites, the national parks, even wetlands of international importance. They call us Ramsar sites. We protect your property. We can save your life. When the wind start to blow and the sea start to rise, storm or hurricane, even tsunami, mangroves are here to protect everybody. There would be no boating center without the mangrove tree. How would you protect your marine industry? In a storm or hurricane, the only safe place is here with me. I'll make the land, you make the plan. Come spend some time with me and catch a meditation. I am Ras Mangrove, king of the coastal forest. I give you life, air, food, shelter, protection, medication, meditation. I teach you culture. I love you. Please.
destroy me. Oh, destroy me. No, destroy me. to talk with me today about the importance of the mangrove and the importance of the British Virgin Island ecology. Well, thank you, Rob, and I'm always here in the islands, you know, I'm just a phone call away, you know, if I can't, you can't come in person, I'll be willing to come back on your show and, you know, continue to make my contribution to, you know, making the earth that we live a better place for all of us, because that's really what it's all about, you know. The, the reason why we engage in natural resource management and conservation and all these types of activities is because we like to see a better quality of life and to maintain a better quality of life, not just for our generation, but for all those generations yet unborn. Thank you, Bert. We have to go. All right. Uh, thanks it. for listening to Moyer's Environmental Dialogue. Thanks again for joining us this week on Moyer's Environmental Dialogues. Please tune in for more with Dr. Rob Moyer next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Green Living Channel. We'll talk again then. Yeah.